Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Marissa and that's Delia and we're teachers and tutors here at LSAT Demon. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about the hot button issue of intermediate conclusion. So Delia, you want to kick us off by just letting us know a little broad overview of what they are. Yeah, absolutely, Marissa. I think there's a ton of confusion around what an intermediate conclusion is. So, I mean, just in general, I think an easy way to think about what they are is um, a stepping stone in an argument that helps support the main conclusion. But the difference between a main conclusion and an intermediate conclusion is that an intermediate conclusion is a claim that the argument will, will offer support for via premises, but is also used as a premise itself to support the final conclusion. So there will be a premise, and then that premise can be used to support this intermediate conclusion, but then that intermediate conclusion is in itself acting as a premise or evidence to support the ultimate final conclusion that our author is trying to um, get across to us, right? So I think um, we have an example here from one of our lessons that um, is available to our premium and, and live subscribers. It's from the, it's called Conclusions from the LR passage driven section in our lesson. So you can find it there if you wanna check it out. But the example is this argument from Annalisa and Annalisa says, John hates board games and chess is a board game. So he hates chess. Thus, John should stop going to chess club. So clearly in this argument, our final conclusion, our ultimate conclusion is that Annalisa wants us, wants to tell us that John should stop going to chess club. But there's an intermediate conclusion in there that John hates chess. And that intermediate conclusion is used to support the final conclusion that John should stop going to chess club. But it is also supported by the fact that John hates board games and chess is a board game. Awesome. Yeah. And that's a great uh, example and a great way of like, a great way of demonstrating that something that sounds, it sounds like a conclusion. You could stop the uh, conversation after saying, so he hates chess, but then it goes a step right. further to make like the larger conclusion of the argument that he should stop joining chess clubs. So that might be a good way to think about it too. So, uh, I have another question for you, which is like, when do these come up? Like, where do we see these? Yeah, I think we see them a lot on logical reasoning. Um, so that's just kind of something to be aware of. Not every argument is going to have an intermediate conclusion. Um, but some do. And like, for example, um, conclusion questions sometimes will have intermediate conclusions and they're going to ask you, you know, to separate or uh, a lot of times like reasoning and role questions, they're going to ask you to be able to identify the difference between premises in an argument, um, intermediate conclusions, and then if there are any, and then what the final conclusion is. So I think they're most often seen on conclusion questions and like those reasoning role questions. Yeah. And that's a great point that Delia makes. Delia said, not every argument has an intermediate conclusion. You're like, of course. And like, we know not every argument has a conclusion, right? Like, or not every LR passage or stimulus has a conclusion, right? So like we, part of what we try to teach y'all is to, when, as you're reading along, to sort of label these things in your head. Like, what is this? What am I reading? Is the first sentence my conclusion or is it a premise? Like, how does this sentence connect to the next sentence, right? That kind of thinking and sort of internal dialogue helps you to make connections, not like between 
the sentences so that the argument makes sense to you, but also so that you're prepared for what they might ask you about, you know, reasoning or role or flaw or whatever is there. Yeah. And why, I guess I had one more question, which was just why do these seem to be so confusing for students and uh, for us as well when we were students? (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just like with any new concept, right? Like if you, um, like have never spent time learning a great deal about argument parts, hearing the term intermediate conclusion might just be like surprising and scary to you because it's new. But once you think of it as just a stepping stone in an argument, um, it becomes a lot easier to conceptualize. But really, I just think it's like hearing a new term is kind of scary. And for most people, you know what a premise is, you know, it's just evidence and you know what a conclusion is, but it's like, what's an intermediate conclusion? How is it any different from a main conclusion? And I think it's just that um, it's novel for some people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one other thing is that it is, it's sort of rare, right? Like I think, mm-hmm. like, I think, and sometimes we tend to like latch onto these really rare things and be like, I need to know about this. Like in logic games, when people are like, Oh, I need to know how to do this like circle game or whatever. Like these things are sort of like, you know, the mythos of it precedes like your understanding of it, but really breaking it down to this simple way, like uh, Sam, who also is a teacher and tutor here at uh, Elsa Demon, he's always says he asks people, you need to ask yourself two questions, right? Is this supported by something else? And does this support something else? And if you answer no to either of those things, it's not an intermediate conclusion, right? So those are just a couple of simple ways to think about these and a couple like, you know, trying to demystify the whole intermediate conclusion mystery that's out there. So is there anything else you want to contribute to this conversation, Delia? No, Marissa, I think that's it. I hope we have effectively uh, demystified intermediate conclusions for everyone. But like we plugged earlier, if you are a premium or live subscriber, you can find uh, the lesson that we referenced and other lessons about intermediate conclusions in like under the lessons tab. Um, Or you can, you know, hit um, the ask button and ask any of our teachers or tutors a question if you do encounter an intermediate conclusion and you still want um, clarification on that. So, Yeah, for sure. Email us at daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.